Hi, Joseph Fink here. Today is the day. The book is out. You can hold it in your hands. As a thank you for joining us on this road trip, I wanted to share with you here a short letter to the reader I wrote a while back. It's not in the final version of the book, so call this a little bonus thing. But I think it talks through a little bit of the mentality behind the writing. This novel is the most personal thing I've ever written, and I'm very proud of it. I'll be doing an 18-city book tour all over the country, starting tonight in Brooklyn and tomorrow in D.C. These events are conversations with some of my favorite writers, followed by a reading, followed by an audience Q&A, and then finally a signing. Most of these events are free, or free with the purchase of a book, so check out the schedule at aliceisntdead.com. Okay, here's the letter to the reader. Dear Reader, In the summer that my wife and I began dating, I experienced my first bout of crippling anxiety. I could hardly get out of bed. Air stopped working for me. While people walked down the streets of Manhattan, blithely sucking in oxygen like it would never go away, there I was, somehow drowning. Most women would have justifiably run, but my wife drove out from New Jersey when I was having a particularly bad panic attack, bringing me a pile of comedy DVDs and a box of chocolate-covered strawberries. We took the bakery string from that box and tied pieces of it around each other's wrists as a reminder of that moment of love before we had even used the word. Almost a decade later, we still have matching bakery string around our wrists. Don't worry, we do fresh ones occasionally. It's not the same ragged string from 2009. These bouts of anxiety would come and go, sometimes completely overwhelming me, right up until I finally allowed myself to write about the fear. First, I wrote the podcast, Welcome to Night Vale, a show in which I piled all of my doubts and anxieties and thoughts about mortality. Then I wrote Alice Isn't Dead, where the main character suffers from anxiety. And not just anxiety, but the exact kind of anxiety I do. Her experience of the disorder might not be yours, but I promise you that it's very much mine. Since allowing myself to incorporate anxiety in my writing, it has lessened in my life. Not gone away, of course. I am anxious literally every second of every day, but it is manageable. Air hasn't stopped working for me in years. Writing horror is therapeutic, in the same way that reading horror is therapeutic. It provides a harmless way to consider your darkest and bleakest thoughts, dragging those anxieties into the light, and, in doing so, at least partially disarming them. Writers of horror are often asked if we are ever scared by one of our own stories, But these images and fears were already inside our brains. That's how we were able to come up with them. Horror writing is just us taking the fears we've always lived with and sharing them with anyone who wants to partake. Keisha, the main character of this book, has anxiety. This is a fact of her life and her identity. There is a comfort in naming something about yourself, even if it's something you wish wasn't there. 
It gives you power over it and allows you to incorporate it into your sense of self. Through the course of this book, Keisha faces genuine danger and terrifying creatures while also struggling with baseline anxiety. Just because fear is often irrational doesn't mean that the world isn't a scary place. Anxiety can't be fixed, but it can be lived with. It was important to me that Keisha not be corrected, that her character arc not be the story of her overcoming anxiety and coming out the other end serene and well-adjusted. That's not how brains work. She finishes this story as anxious as when she started, but with the knowledge that she can live with that anxiety. That it is as natural to her as heart and lungs, even if it sometimes makes the former pound and the latter gasp. Anxiety is her and my oldest enemy, and it is her and my oldest friend, and it is her and it is me. There is no separating our anxiety from who we are. As Keisha says in the face of one of her many dangerous adversaries, I'm not afraid of feeling afraid.